0: What movie did we just watch, Amy?
1: We just watched Pitch Perfect. Yeah, what did you think? Number uno. One. Stop. Oh, wait. I'm setting timer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We we watched Pitch
0: Perfect number one. Number one. The first First one. In the Pitch Perfect expanded universe. Yes,
1: and this is the first time I have seen it. It is not the first time Kevin has seen it. I've seen it before.
0: I think Twice. I think the first time I watched it was pirated. I think I downloaded it because everyone was talking about it. I'm like, what's this movie? Oh,
1: back when we used to pirate things. Yeah, I don't
0: pirate things anymore. Yes. I go to the local library where I got this copy of Pitch Perfect.
1: Yeah. I I feel like I'm I'm only seven years behind.
0: Yeah, it's not that old of a movie. It's kind of. seven it's years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: Is and, it really uh, only seven years ago? 2012. We lived in Austin when this movie came
1: out? Um... Maybe... No, I'm you're right. It
0: came out in 2012.
1: Was checking I looked that up a minute here. ago. Yeah. 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 So it was in grad school. That's why I didn't. That's why, didn't <laughs> that's why you it. didn't see it. Or the two sequels. I guess
0: maybe I didn't pirate it. Because I was pretty much done pirating stuff by the time we moved to Austin.
1: Well, then I, I don't know how you saw it twice. I don't either. I didn't see it. Um, as I don't know. <laughs> well.
0: Maybe I rented it from the local library. Um, Could be. But I haven't seen it in, in a number of years. It's like I didn't remember a lot of things that happened in the movie. Um, did you enjoy it?
1: Well, I feel like it's one of those films like um, people love it so so much they do. and recommend it so highly. Yes, it's like having never seen Star Wars and mm-hmm. then. And then seeing Star Wars for the first time, you're probably never gonna have the <laughs> attachment to it that yeah. super fans have.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but but I did enjoy. Yeah. I enjoyed the I
0: I think it held up pretty well having seen it a while ago yeah, and watching it again. It, I was, it did it
1: did hold up.
0: I was impressed that it was still fun. Like it was yeah. There was nothing I hated about it.
1: <laughs> no, it it was still fun. It was still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, but like I said, I don't know if I have—I'll have the same super fan kind of attachment. Well, I don't have that
0: either, so to, to it. Um, it's it's got lots of lines that people quote. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is is not a thing I do. I don't know it well enough to quote it. But yeah, it's it's in that same space as like Mean Girls. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I enjoy it because it's it's, it fits in the same place that. Um Revenge of the Nerds used to fit for me until mm. I was like, Oh, Revenge of the Nerds is bad. Um, but it's a group of misfits coming together to accomplish a thing. Um I really like the the world of the movie. Mm-hmm. The world where like a cappella is important.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's more so. Like now, you have like pentatonics, like more of these acapella groups. Yeah, but on I think that's campuses. some of that is
0: in response to this movie. I feel mm. like. Like, I feel like the the cultural love of Pitch Perfect has made more people into acapella music. Mm. In a way that, when this movie came out, it was very much of that, like, acapella's for nerds.
1: Okay. Sort of space. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure people who were into acapella before this movie are mad that I called them nerds. But well,
1: they call themselves nerds. They do they call on, themselves nerds.
0: On, uh... It's yeah. cool to be a nerd. Yeah, we it is very in, cool to be a nerd. We live in the decades where it's cool to be a nerd. Also very true. Yeah. Um, I I have to say that this time around, I just loved the, the two commentators. Oh, yeah. Like, they're always fun. I developed a, a, a headcanon in this one that they don't actually exist. <laughs> that, like... Because... Who does commentary on a cappella competitions while the music's going on? Like while they're singing, they're interrupting with commentary I'm like this isn't a real thing. This is this is some supernatural <laughs> or outside of outside of the universe.
1: Oh, I just figure it's like we live in a world where we treat our a cappella groups maybe some other arts like we do sports. Yeah. And they are that important that we need live commentary. Yeah. I mean, going I on
0: have been near um, competitive theater, and it didn 't have live commentators when live when competitive theater was happening, yeah. which is still one of the weird experiences of my life the u i l theater program oh. competitions in Texas high yeah it would be even
1: weirder with uh commentators it would be even live weirder comment- with live
0: commentators, <laughs> yeah, and like I have questions like do the people in the audience hear the commentators? Is it like a baseball game? Are they broadcasting this somewhere? Is mm. acapella big enough in this world that, like, other people are watching these regional competitions around the world, around the country? mm mm-hmm. um, Questions this movie does not need to answer, and and I wouldn't want it to. But it allowed me to read the film with these two people, who are at every single one, like, regardless of size. Like, they're at the little ones, they're at the big ones. They are in all of them. I
1: mean, did they go to every regionals? How many regionals yes. in the U.S.? How many regions
0: were in the U.S.? Um, Seven? Thirty? I, I don't know. I feel like with only three rounds of competition, there's got to be a lot of regionals. Yeah. Because we saw... So in the finals, there was definitely a lot of... A lot more than three competitors. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the past... Like the first two, there's like three groups and the two advance. But there were lots and lots of people in it. In the final. So, yeah, it's they're probably in every single one because they're not real. They're supernatural beings.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be funny um, how they came up with that part. And also, did they think first of, like, Elizabeth Banks and John Michael Higgins? Because they're perfect. They were
0: amazing. They're in all like, three movies.
1: And and um, they're the type of comedians who could just really pull off a role like that. So, did Elizabeth Banks say, hey, I want to be in this movie. Yeah. I'm going to produce it. <laughs> let's make a she
0: directed the second one i think yeah i think so Um, she didn't direct this one but i haven't seen the second or third how can
1: we how can we do this
0: yeah well it's one of those things that like i feel like a lot of there's like you you question how much of this was scripted versus improvisational versus not in those Mm -hmm. sorts of things Um, no i like it i i enjoyed it again um I enjoyed that all of the characters had sort of arcs and things like that, which, again, is very typical of... I mean, the movie itself references The Breakfast Club and sort of right. all of these this disparate group of people coming together. It's meta. It's meta. Uh, but not in, in like a wink... Nudge, nudge, sort of way, which is which wouldn't fit like the tone of the yeah. film. I don't
1: think. Well, it's mixing to me. It's mixing a couple of genres because you do have the misfits coming together, yes. which is like you know so many high school yeah. movies, like The yeah. Breakfast Club. You have a romantic comedy mm-hmm. in it, and you have a a show movie.
0: Yeah, putting movie on a show.
1: Putting on a show. So there are different.
0: Yeah this was This was mostly post glee in the universe. I mean Glee was still on when this came out, I think
1: Glee came out in two thousand nine Is it that long ago so it, Glee was definitely still Man. on when
0: this it was, but it was it was i think post peak glee like I'd stopped watching Glee when this came out maybe I don't know um it felt like a little bit of this was response to glee oh yeah and and yeah. I mean glee is, is such a fascinating show in and of itself um, but using you know explicitly already existing songs no music from nowhere it was like all all of the music in the movie was a cappella music and all of it was also in universe like even the the final countdown in the final scene was the song sung by one of the groups in the finals um which is is rare in musicals to have all of the music be in universe so to speak and not sort of break not like break the fourth wall but like like not pointing out that we're singing and dancing oh yeah because like in oklahoma everybody breaks into song because that's how and
1: the instruments
0: come. And the instruments come from and the instruments come nowhere, from nowhere and, and none of that matters, and nobody's like, "Why is it? Why are you singing? That's weird." It's just that the, that's the the moral fabric of the universe involves singing in those sorts of cases, whereas here all of the music was. There's a word for it. I don't know. In universe, it was all happening. Yes. In like, Chicago, in somebody's mind.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I I gotta say I was getting bored towards the end. Yeah and i i don't know why that's okay um
0: the it could be tighter i feel like i feel like that's true of every modern comedy though like there's rarely a, a comedy film that doesn't have a little bit of extra like we were having fun on set and coming up mm-hmm. with random lines and saying things um i i think it ends like the so the i i see what you're saying in terms of like the dragging a little bit at the end i'm glad that it ends when it does like hey there's the finale they have their big moment and then basically the movie's over there's like one like 10 second coda but we don't like have to wrap everything up after the story has ended Mm -hmm. the the story was completed by them coming together for this moment so it knew it knew to get out of its way there
1: yeah. yeah, there's something in the music being so polished and not doing it live. In, yeah, no, they, in they weren't which, live singing. I mean, I understand that. And uh, the editing, the way, I mean, this bothers me than doing any performance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the editing is just like, where do I look? Yeah, I can't actually see what the performance is. Yeah,
0: that's that's true of any filmed performance in like a movie or a TV show. It's very, oh, it's hard. It might be really easy, but nobody ever edits it or films it in a way that lets you see the performance. Mm-hmm. It's very rare to see that. It is lots of close-ups and shortcuts and, or quick cuts. So you can have, you know, those moments of emotion and like the big reveals, but it loses a lot of the cohesiveness that is actually important to strong stage performance and musical performance and dance yeah. and things like that. Um weirdly I think it had more of that in like the very first song of the movie where they were singing I saw the sign um they're
1: keeping in one angle.
0: They, well, yeah, which I think was was to try and convey like this is a boring song or this is not interesting. Yeah. And then as they became more dynamic on stage, the camera work became more dynamic, which actually made it harder tell what was going on and to see the choreography. And I know most of the people in this movie were very good singers. I don't know how their dancing was and if that was if it was the same sort of you know cutting you do in bad fights where they can't actually fight very well so we'll cut real quick and you can't tell.
1: Yeah, it was just so perfect every time when they were going to sing I already knew it was going to be amazing.
0: And that's kind that's of boring. Yeah, that is interesting. Because um, even... I'm of the opinion that even like the early songs by the Bellas were fine. Like they weren't visually enticing or musically complicated, but they were good. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't bad. Yeah. Like they earned their place in the they finals. Were doing
1: all the right things.
0: Yeah. So yeah, there wasn't a lot of growth there. We did sort of see them failing at the frat party that was a short scene. Yeah. But that's the closest we ever saw to see them like not be good.
1: Yeah. I th- but I think that's part of what I was kind of like boring. It's yeah, so perfect. The songs weren't
0: weren't narratively compelling. I can't
1: quite tell the difference almost between voices or groups. That's all kind of the same aesthetic of yeah. things. Um, and then I didn't have a chance to like really watch any of the performances mm-hmm. um, in it. But
0: I I had fun that. Skylar Aston was in this.
1: Yeah, fun headcanon things happening. Yeah. Um,
0: Who we, of course, know most recently from Crazy Ex Girlfriend, where he was very good. Yeah. And I poked him and was like, hey, it's that guy. It's that guy. He's playing great. Which I realize everyone else in the universe knows him from this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, it's that guy. A lot (laughs) less people know him from Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Was this. Anna Kendrick's first big role, or did she done stuff before this? I I, I
1: think she did. Yeah, she had been on some stuff.
0: Because it was it was Rebel Wilson's kind of breakout role, I think. I don't know. I'm I, this is not things I can talk about with any I knowledge.
1: It's hard to remember back yeah. to 2012. I can talk about the movie I watched. What? Uh, I mean, Anna Kendrick had been on Broadway, and okay. I think I think she was in Wicked. She was, she was one of the alpha buzz
0: oh i didn't know that i'm
1: gonna have to fact check this yeah um
0: leave a note in the comments below
1: yeah yeah we don't have comments below um yeah i don't know it is it is it is what it is is, this is funny i I have to think too I i was watching it i feel like a director told all of the actors, come up with one quirk thing for our group of misfits. (laughs) And that is how the characters developed. Yeah, there's definitely some of that. Very specific quirks.
0: Yes. I I would say outside of, like, the core three, so Anna Kendrick, Brittany Snow, and...
1: Anna Camp, I believe.
0: Okay. Who plays Audrey. Yeah. Um, Aubrey. Like, they all had predefined characterizations with um rebel wilson i think being sort of secondary to that she had oh. some personality although i think some of that was just her doing stuff yeah um yeah but no all, all of the other characters i did like to sort of like nod and wink like you two act like you haven't even been here the whole time <laughs> Which was that sort of self-aware, like, acknowledgement that these two characters who we showed exist, but mostly to fill out the roster. Right. You can't give everyone a full, I mean, you can't give everyone a full arc. You sometimes end up with a three-hour movie.
1: Oh, Right,
0: right, right. Yeah. I've had no desire to watch the two sequels, and this didn't change that. Like, I'm not particularly interested in seeing where their adventures continue to.
1: I mean, they would. I I think that it, I think that my mind has just like passed the musical on TV and film heyday
0: What was the heyday uh,
1: That's a lie. I mean there are still <laughs> <laughs> a lot of musicals on TV and film that I enjoy. I mean, but it's this like glee style. You yeah, know, I'm I'm done of, with the glee of style. Pop songs, everything's mm-hmm. polished, perfect. Um
0: Yeah, I mean, we both love Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which was absolutely a musical.
1: Yes, yes, and that was very recent, so I lied. (laughs) I think I'm just past the loving of this type of of music.
0: Yeah, I, I always, like, I love musicals in general. Like, I like lots and lots of them, more so than I think you do. But... I like musicals when the songs are thematically relevant and like tied to the characters and they burst out singing. I mean, we watched, um, little country place from best little whorehouse. And like, even that song, which I think stands well on its own, tells a story. Like it's part of a narrative Mm -hmm. rather than we're all breaking into song now. Um, whereas, None of the songs in Pitch Perfect are thematically resonant.
1: No, but they're pop songs, and it, I think it's fun to hear like the songs that you really enjoy on the radio.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's why. That's why Glee was successful.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Was you know hear all these other songs that you know. Although to be fair, I don't know music, so I knew maybe thirty percent of the songs.
1: Is <laughs> so true. Kevin does not know music.
0: Like, everyone's like, I recognize this one. Yeah,
1: yeah. Most of the music he knows from Weird Al parodies.
0: Yeah, if Weird Al parodied it, I will probably know that song.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think Glee helped me, really taught me to enjoy covers of songs and mm-hmm. the ways that you could totally hear it differently. Yeah. And made me aware of how hearing the same version of a song you'd don't always listen to it anymore yeah and um i'm sure if i was a musician then i would mm-hmm. have known that much sooner <laughs> but uh that's something yeah that and... was cool I, but i just don't think you had like the breathing space to enjoy the songs in the film i'm sure that a lot like people are downloading soundtracks oh yeah the, I'm, I'm sure the people listen to this and track. listen to it over and over again
0: yeah Yeah, does they move fast? There's a lot going on in most of the songs. Um, There's many mashups and crossovers and things like that. Yeah. That I sometimes knew one of the songs they were singing Mm, (laughs) in a mashup. Yeah, well,
1: (laughs) yeah, the songs. Um, Other thoughts? Let's see other thoughts. Um.
0: I have a thought. What is your thought? This was the moment that broke immersion for me in the movie. It was in the finals, right before the Trebles go on stage. Anna Kendrick says to Skylar Ashton, good luck. And he says, good luck back. And I know for a fact... That these college theater kids would never say good luck behind backstage before going on screen.
1: They They were were theater. They were music kids. Music people don't say good luck. Maybe they do. I don't think they do. I can't remember. I was always both, so I don't know.
0: You might say good show. You might say, I would say break a leg. You might say merde. That's what they say in
1: France. France. I yeah.
0: I was like, mmm.
1: Yeah. Overall, good movie. It one? I'm not gonna love it. Which makes You're me not- so sad. I'm not gonna love it like so many people love it. <laughs> I missed the moment. I had I had no I expectations that
0: it. you would love it.
1: I, I know. Well the same thing, like I've never seen Labyrinth.
0: Yeah, Oh, I have Labyrinth on our list of, like, we need to watch Labyrinth someday. (laughs) It's such
1: a cult classic, and I'm going to be so sad when I do see it, because I'm not going to love it like my peers. Yeah,
0: well, I think you can only love Labyrinth like your peers if you are an early pubescent teenage woman. In the 80s and, like, 90s. Yeah, like, in the era where uh, Labyrinth was happening. um, Like, you can't go back there. uh, Yeah, I mean... Amy,
1: I'm sad.
0: I have no affinity for The Breakfast Club. And I missed that train. And someone showed it to me late. And I was like, meh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, the last scene works. I give them that. But I feel like it's it's meandering and plotty. And I'm it's it's, I'm, it's just. It's so
1: hard to come into yeah. someone's favorite movie, a lot of oh, yeah. someone's oh, favorite yeah. movie. And be like, mm, mm, I mean, mm, we can acknowledge that
0: it's a good film. Yeah. It's just not.
1: Doesn't have to be your favorite. It does. it does have some awkward slash maybe offensive lesbian humor.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. But that
1: was in the like that awkward characterization of the other. They're like pick one, pick one thing. thing that your character in the background <laughs> is, and be that. Yes, is what it felt like. It did. It very much felt like that.
0: And um, although the the joke was sort of not much more than she's a lesbian and like it wasn't like pounding you over the head with it but it was definitely like that's that's the joke is everyone thinks she's a lesbian and the punchline is she's a lesbian yeah It, it didn't do much
1: no no, I. I mean, she was like looking at women, yes. bodies. But the the one who liked sex was also like touching herself
0: constantly all the time.
1: <laughs> so it was very obvious <laughs> that that was going to be her her her, her, thing. her characteristic, her quirk. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I get Rebel Wilson's humor. Mm-hmm.
0: I totally get that.
1: I I think that maybe I'm just not in uh, her. Her humor camp, mm-hmm. which is fine. Hum- comedy is hard. Yeah, and you, <laughs> not everyone. I haven't. Everything. I
0: don't know that I've seen her anything outside of this.
1: Mm. Um,
0: I do want to. I wanted to see that romantic comedy she was in. Mm-hmm. It was making fun of romantic comedies. That seemed fun. Yeah, yeah. But Watch that. I haven't seen her in anything else. I just
1: feel like I see her.
0: Yes. Fun. I, I mean she I blew up see. as part of this yeah. I think people fell in love with her
1: she had a sitcom for a while she did on, on TV that's
0: a big deal getting a I, sitcom yeah
1: and now she's in the more in the movie mm-hmm. movie camp side of things yeah so um I think those were were All most most of my my thoughts I just sat back and enjoyed this one I did not take any notes that's okay
0: I mostly I, I as my notes were very like vomit is one of the notes I wrote. <laughs>
1: oh that yeah the bathroom humor in women's comedies mm-hmm. is why cuz it made me think of Bridesmaids yes. it was very
0: reminiscent of that i don't know which um, came first this
1: probably came and, first and i remember that being like this one of the things that critics were trying to sell men on the comedy <laughs> of,
0: no it's got but, poop jokes it's got vomit so
1: that men would also find it <laughs> Humor. i don't i don't understand bathroom humor <laughs> again it's not written for me yeah. but lots of people love i mean
0: i i thought it was funny the, it was more shocking it was that sort of shocking laugh the first time i saw this movie which i think bridesmaids hit the same point but it's not overwhelming it, i mean it's it's over the top but it's a slice of the movie it's a relatively yeah. small yeah. portion you seen any good trailers? Watch some trailers at the beginning.
1: Yeah, I was really confused because they look like more recent than 2012. They were. Um, trailers.
0: <laughs> they were more recent.
1: And, uh, um, mostly what I remembered was a trailer for Smash. Mm-hmm. And wondering, how is that not on any of our lists of things to watch, Smash?
0: I don't know. I mean, I watched the first couple episodes when it aired.
1: I haven't seen any of it. When it
0: was... When it, first started it was trying to be like glee for adults um although i was an adult watching glee at the time so i i didn't get a lot of the appeal but it also does all of its music is in universe it doesn't have the break into song musical elements well
1: i feel like uh it's a bit of a cult classic now is with it many already? of my theater oh colleagues Maybe we should watch Smash. Of, of the show that ended too soon huh. and it has sort of like a you know six seasons and a musical yeah feeling huh i mean it didn't get six
0: seasons. no but i but that's the the rallying cry yeah yeah um, a musical on broadway Yeah, most of the critics i was that i follow were not super impressed by it but they're they're not particularly like musical theater focused so i don't know if that was an impact or not I don't know. We can watch Smash.
1: Maybe we should give it a chance. Yeah. Maybe Maybe it ended early for a reason. I know one person on the
0: internet had... um, Who's the lead actress in Smash?
1: I mean, there's Deborah Messing, and then you have Megan Hilty, and Catherine McPhee. Catherine
0: McPhee. They had, as their Twitter profile for a very long time, they had a picture of Catherine McPhee's face superimposed on Smash from Friday Night Lights as their Twitter profile. <laughs> <Woof>. <laughs>
1: Smash. Deep cut right there. It was. <laughs> it was Very deep, deep cut. cut. It,
0: was, it was a great joke. That's 90% of what I think about when I think about Smash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, don't... I wrote down the trailers so I could remember what they were. I mean, uh, bring it on the musical. Right? Transformers The Ride, which I have no opinion on whatsoever. Uh, bring it on the musical.
1: Yeah, that's where I was like, Wait, this this came out <laughs> in the last couple of years. Yeah.
0: Although the lead in of like from the people who brought you like In the Heights and I don't know if the other two were
1: Well, if I remember correctly from the one performance on the Tonys that I saw from It on, okay. the lyric style is very similar to In the Heights. Huh. And it, but I think it was pre-Hamilton.
0: Yeah, well so, no, it wasn't memoranda cuz those were his only two no no but it was someone connected probably to... like a producer something like director
1: i don't know no, it was a cre- um,
0: creative. Mm, i creative mm. it was a weird thing uh there was an advert the movie ticketing service fandango with paper bags singing fandango
1: <laughs> like movies and musicals if you're right which is yeah. you know
0: uh and then there was an ad for the born legacy which was a movie i forgot existed until i saw this trailer
1: yeah that didn't um yeah music by okay bringing on the musical music with but tom kit and lin well miranda
0: really Mm
1: Hmm. lyrics by amanda green and miranda
0: what how did i not know this because you
1: didn't watch the Tony Awards with I me that, didn't. that it,
0: year. The Tony Awards are always on Sunday night. And I have to go watch them later because of d Yeah, <laughs> but
1: luckily now we have ABC or CBS all access so we so can, watch we the can Tonys. Um, but yeah. Oh, well it premiered at Alliance in Atlanta in 2011. So it did go to Broadway in 2012. <sighs> <laughs> My <laughs> sense of time is well, so not great. I feel
0: like Pitch Perfect is a movie that's older than 2012. Like, I was under the impression I was watching it in college, which I clearly wasn't. So, yeah, I was wrong.
1: Um huh. uh, Yeah. So that's why it had that lyrical style of that, In the Heights. That would be why. Um, Pre-Hamilton. And... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Those previews, everything except for Born, makes sense.
0: Yeah, the Bourne is a weird preview.
1: And Transformers the ride.
0: Yeah, both of those are weird.
1: Uh, somehow I feel like we have Disney people watching. <laughs> watching this. People who go to Disney World and Disneyland. I guess, yeah. Get those Disney musicals.
0: <laughs> but. And the Born Legacy with Jeremy Renner?
1: Yeah. Hawkeye.
0: Yeah. He had an app this week and then he closed his app. I don't know more okay. of, I don't know more about the story than that. It was called an app called Jeremy Renner and then it got closed. Okay. Check your local list your local news for whatever I'm talking about. This is a reference to current events. The
1: internet's so weird. much fun. Yeah. It's so weird. Cool. The bitch perfect. It was fun. Alright, it was fun. We you, definitely enjoyed
0: it more than the last two of I we and watched. I feel like
1: we succeeded in not completely ripping it apart.
0: No, uh, I don't. I don't think there was uh, much to rip apart. No, no. It No, it, it kind
1: of is what it is. Yeah.
0: It, and honestly, like that's it's a quality. high praise. Yeah, is, it is. Is being is. exactly what you're trying to be, accomplishing that
1: and doing it well.
0: Yeah. Like that's for those of you who don't know Amy and I. That's very high praise from us. <laughs> it's, it's. <laughs> yes. Like I say, the things that we like the most tend to be exactly what they are,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and well done.
1: And done well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think we can sign this one off. Sign off. We can end this one. (laughs) (laughs) On a high note.
0: (laughs) Are we we using go to the library as our sign off? Is that what we're doing? Are you going to say goodnight, Gracie? Because that's a fun joke.
1: (laughs) What's that from?
0: Uh, The Burns and Allen Show. One of the very first sitcoms, like before I Love Lucy, was Burns and Allen and it was it was a sitcom but it, they hadn't quite figured out TV yet so it was on a stage that had a full like proscenium around the entire thing much mm-hmm. like your TV mm-hmm. and George Burns would just like walk in front of the proscenium occasionally and do some jokes or do a monologue and they'd come back into the set and do a domestic scene with Burns and Allen and that, I mean, Burns and Allen were the ones who said, "Say goodnight Gracie."
1: That okay?
0: Um, and like their their TV show is Burns Down. They did stuff pre-TV, obviously.
1: Cool. Yeah, I just know to say back, goodnight, good night, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, you've, now we've all learned something. Now we have TV history. <laughs> say goodnight Gracie. Good night, good night Gracie.